Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents the Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Totes appreciate you. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Adrian. I'm here with my co-host Ryan. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast so we can drink all about Disney and other theme parks with fellow theme parks loving fans just like you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what defunct attraction we're going to be drinking responsibly this week. Here's a hint in the form of a quote. I'm not going to waste my time arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just a quote from my online dating profile. Okay. How about this one? You wealthy college boys don't have the education enough to admit when you're wrong. Damn, that was, that was also from my dating profile. Maybe I should stop using Jaws quotes. That might be part of the problem. Actually, to solve the problem... I'm going to need a bigger boat. That's right, all you delicious listeners. It's Jaws the Ride Week. This polarizing attraction still around in Universal Studios Japan, but sadly, one of the staples of my childhood in Universal Studios Florida is no more. Going to need a bigger box of tissues. Okay, let's gather some bloody facts and some toothy drinks, and we'll be right back after this quick interview from Mr. Jaws himself. Hit it. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah, oh my! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Please. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is. Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? the local sheriff sheriff brody the shark will be back for lunch what do you intend to do just arriving is oceanographer matt hooper sir if someone is attacked by a shark what should they do we are going aboard the fishing boat of captain quint captain will you be able to catch this giant shark thank you captain captain when you catch one of the captain <laughs> hey ride it's the dead of winter are you ready to talk about a ride based on a movie based on a book about a great white shark that attacks people on the beach of a summer resort i can't wait <laughs> adrian i thought that my music choices were weird until this, <laughs> this <And> was, now <laughs> that was a weird one and i loved every second now of it i feel uh validated I feel. i've listened to that probably 20 times and i still thought it was funny like i had to control myself when that was playing yeah yeah <laughs> it's so dumb so dumb and i loved every second of it we know sharks are stupid but <laughs> <laughs> do we know that <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really have an opinion on it before <laughs> we know sharks are stupid that's a shirt <laughs> yes <laughs> um i'm so excited to talk about jaws this week this is going to be a weird one. Uh, I think that you and I have very different uh, nostalgia opinions on this. And, yes. And very different, like, yeah, just feelings about this attraction. Sure. I, I mean, I definitely, uh, there's a lot, and I'll explain, there's a lot that goes into why I have an affinity for it. Okay. But um, I do have a reason why I think it is a good thing to talk about right now. For sure. Yeah. And... Um, here's why I think that this attraction is rel- is relevant to what to what's going on today. Did you know? Do you know who the real villain is in Jaws? The movie, the book. 
the the mayor? Yes. Yes. Jaws has a hidden theme. The actual villain is not the great white shark. It's the mayor of Amityville Island, Larry Vaughn, who decides to keep the beach open. Fuck you, government. To stimulate the economy, because it's the middle of the summer, um, and this decision is a political one, and therefore the whole entire movie is a, cr- is a critique of political power. That's the central message of Jaws. And I think it really mirrors, like, you know, the panty raid that we're still currently in, but particularly um, in the beginning when there was this fear of shutting everything down because it would affect the economy. And, like, even now it's not the same but you know we have these current like cdc guidelines that are so silly like they they've just gotten to the point basically where the cdc is like you put your left foot in you put your right foot out (laughs) like they don't even know what they're recommending to us anymore for sure so i do think like uh, for me i mean they're trying to keep us safe you know like i i do want to say that like they are they, they are trying to keep us safe as a as a community whether or not like it's you know uh the right way, you know, in each. Well, I don't th- think that they know, but I think that the the fear of anything like economic over over lives, which is what happened in Jaws, like the they, there was a, a deadly shark attack, totally, and the mayor was like, "Was well, very similar middle to, of uh, summer." It's it's like the same uh, like satirical view that uh, Adam McKay's new movie Don't Look Up um, is is like the same thing with the giant comet that's heading towards Earth, right? And you know how. Uh, you know the the commercial effects of that, and like what what it would do to the uh, you know like where there's money to be made. Let's make it. Let's make the money. Yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. So that's why you know Universal's old slogan was ride the movies, and that's why I think this is a good movie to ride this week. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm I'm in. So initial thoughts. Um, before I I want to give an overview of what like, actually you know what let's start drinking before we even Thank have that. God. <laughs> I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm gonna need one or two. <laughs> you need one. So today's drink is called Bloody Great White Margaritas, and Ryan is gonna tell you how to make one of those. All right. So we're gonna start with like a pretty simple, just like margarita. You're gonna do uh, an ounce and a half of anejo. Uh, you're gonna do uh, a splash of uh, of Grand Marnier. Okay. You're gonna do a uh, a lime squeezed into it. Okay. Um, and then. Shake that up, and then at the the very end, I want you to pour it in your glass, and then just add like a topper in of uh, of uh, Chambord to give it that bloody to effect. get it look like someone was eaten at the surface. Exactly. I love the Jaws poster where it's like this massive shark, you know, the the poster, and then the woman is just like swimming at the surface. Yeah, that's what this drink reminds me of. Well, cheers. That was always like the like my worst fear when you were night swimming, right? Like this, oh yeah, that something would come up from below. Oh like, yeah, and like. I don't know, tickle your toes or, Even or chomp. Just you. night swimming. You never thought it would happen in the daytime. No, I felt like the sunlight secured me. <laughs> <laughs> sunlight security blanket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was I was safe as long as the sun was there. But like if I went out at night I'm going to get eaten from below with something that I can't see, even though I couldn't see below me anyway. I would almost feel like uh, like just on a, a security level, like a, of insecurities, like better if I got eaten at night than in the daytime while everyone's just hanging out on the beach building sandcastles. Yeah. And then like, there I am. <laughs> That's like the most devastating part of the movie Jaws is like the, there's the, when they're like, get out of the water and like everyone's just frolicking on the beach. And then there's just like a pool of blood and somebody's like, yeah, t- talk weird. about ruining your day, right? Yeah, it ruins your day. Um, <laughs> 
Do you know that they have Jaws viewing parties where you're like in water, like yeah. in, in like floaty tubes? I, yes, and I love it. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, me too. That's such a cool idea. I love that. Yeah. So, um, I very recently watched Jaws 2. Okay. <laughs> and laughed my ass off the entire... Which one? Is, which one's Jaws 2? Is that still in uh, in Cape Cod or... Yeah, they're, they're, in, they're there. That's when Jaws dies by like biting into the cable... Oh, like, okay. It's like electrocuted. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. But the funniest part is like all these kids out in, in these like rafts, which are basically upturned boats. And like they're like pulling each. It's like broad daylight. It's just so stupid. The animatronic shark is so fake looking. Well, is Steven it, Spielberg is it wasn't, more fake looking than the one that we're going to talk about today? <laughs> it's right on par. It's right on par. I, okay. I know. I know. But. Steven Spielberg wasn't involved in that one. He was involved in the first one. Oh, no kidding. So that's why it just, well, it just went like down, like right up. <laughs> but if you need a good laugh, like a good summer laugh, I recommend Jaws too because it was so bad, it was good. Okay, okay. Um, Jaws is like one of my mom's favorite movies, so it was always on. I've met your mom and like a lot of things are falling into place right now. I get it. <laughs> Why, what do you mean? <laughs> well, we'll talk about this after the show. <laughs> Didn't know she was just like red Jaws fan. <laughs> well, now I get it. <laughs> um, so what are your uh, initial sort of thoughts on this this uh, attraction? <laughs> on, on like uh, on the ride itself or on like the IP? Because like I like the idea of there being a Jaws attraction. A Jaws attraction. Okay. I just don't like this Jaws attraction. Okay. Like, like, I was okay with it in... So, it started in California, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm going to go through the history of it. But, yeah. It started It started part of the tram tour in in California. So, I like I like most of the California things, like, that got brought... That ended up getting brought over to Florida. I like them in their original state. With, like, uh, I guess, Confrontation, I think, is probably the only one that I think that did, like, a much better job here in or in Florida. <laughs> Um, but, but I think that everything else kind of was better left as like part of, right. A like a component thing. of a thing, not yeah. its own ride. Yeah. So like when they make it into its own thing, I think that it's, it starts to become, it's like one note that gets like drawn out o- like over like this entirety of waiting in line for hours and hours. And I'm like, eh, this is not worth waiting in line for hours and hours. It was a very long line. <laughs> Super long that, line. It's, it might be the longest line I've ever waited in for a theme park. There's three boathouses that you can go through. They can hold up to a thousand people. Yeah. And over the course of like, I think three hours. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I think I waited like almost three hours for this ride. It might have been the only time I went on it. It like because I ha- I had such a bad taste in my mouth afterwards, and it also had a lot of problems, which will you know like the, it had a, it was breaking down a lot, a lot, a lot, almost daily had to be evacuated. Yeah, um, an evac, an evac. That's um, crazy. That's crazy. So I mean, I think part of the issue is like is with that is that there was only seven boats total, and only five of them operated at a time could operate at a time. Mm-hmm. So they, it was just not capacity like for the amount of people like they ha- can hold up to 50 people each boat but it's still with the line in the it just wasn't planned out and right it's a pretty long ride it was like it's uh, five minutes oh it felt longer i did feel longer a lot longer. i was really surprised <laughs> i by thought that. you were gonna say 20 <laughs> i know five i was surprised minutes. by that oh that's what happens when you're in a boring class boys and girls it oh feels like it takes forever damn that's that stings i i um 
this was a ride that well maybe because because i just said my mom was my mom's favorite one of my mom's favorite movies this was a big part of the day like this and et were like this et um uh back to the future totally. were like the top three rides kong yeah, you switch out even like you switch out Kong and Earthquake for Jaws and and it's my family as well. Yeah, not that they had that much more than, than those for the. Rides, it really didn't. So that was kind of it. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. uh, lackluster over there. So um, let me just tell you just what this ride is, in case you never heard of it, which means you're young. Yeah, congratulations, and where, and, and where it be now? <laughs> uh, Jaws was an attraction based on the Jaws film series. Uh, it originally opened at Universal Studios Florida in 1990. The ride used tour boats to take guests through a harbor of the fictional Amity Island, which begins as a leisurely tour that is abruptly interrupted by an attack by the famous Great White Shark. And this uh, Amity Island, that whole section, uh, is where Harry Potter is today. Yeah, right? so, yeah, it's the wiz- it's the Wizarding World, yeah. Um, so a little bit of history. Uh, I will just say that when I'm going to tell you this history, you're going to realize how big of a problem this ride was because it actually made me like, I, when I went into researching this ride, I was like, I really loved this ride. Cause my initial thing about this ride, like I said, it was a top ride. I, I was in, I got the joke. I loved the theater of it. I loved mm. like the, the shark attack. I, I feel like it was one, it was one of its only rides of its kind where like you're being attacked on the ride and i really liked that it was it was thrilling as a child even though i knew it was a those animatronics were horrible it was still like a little more thrilling than like if you were on jurassic park boat ride and it's like the the dinosaurs are far away and they they don't really like come at you and you're not like battling them it had like a little bit you felt like you were battling i felt like i was in on it okay all right oh and before i say this can i just say Back in the 90s, Universal's marketing and advertising oh. was so key. And do you remember the Jaws post, the Jaws billboard? Yeah, for sure. The, they had the the Great White was five times the size of the tour boat. Yeah. It's like good, about to eat the whole entire boat the way they like they made you think this ride was going to be. And um, I, I just really wish that they would bring back that old school like billboard style. Um it was so much fun and like totally got you so excited. And like the billboards now are just boring. Like they're the, so boring. The digital ones, like they're just boring. The the other ones were so much fun. Um, we talked about it before, but the best one was the Tower of Terror one with like the the uh, the elevator cart that would twist. That's still there. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. But... So we got lucky, but I thought I thought like the great ones were like the ET with the finger. ET was good. With the, the confrontation was phenomenal totally. with the with the, the, the giant, tram, the giant uh, mouth, right? And the yeah, tram. and the tram. It was like it was like moving, and mm-hmm. he was like he just looked real ferocious. I think they always made like the antagonists, and those just look so scary totally where you were like this is gonna be scary and then it was it was fine (laughs) yeah i mean the kong the kong is kind of scary like even in the ride he was i mean that was a massive robot yeah (laughs) fucking huge um yeah but those those billboards are so so wonderful they were so wonderful so that i like my key memory of this is just seeing that jaws billboard and being like oh my god that that shark is big. Totally. It wasn't what it was. I mean, it was still a big shark. It's still it's a just... big shark, but it wasn't bigger than the boat. No. <laughs> um, okay. So 
like Ryan mentioned, this original attraction was inspired by a small attraction on the long-running um, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood studio tour. Um, the tram passed through several sets from the film and was attacked by an animatronic shark known as Jaws. This attraction opened in 1976 and continues to operate to this day. I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah, totally. It's old. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like around the time of the movies. Sure, yeah. Um, and it, when so, it was impressive. When it was impressive. <laughs> For the Universal Studios Pro- Florida project, Universal sought to take components of that and turn it into its own ride. Um, I'm gonna, This is a reason I'm going to tell you this. The original ride was designed by MCA Universal Planning in association with Ride and Show Engineering, who um, and Steven Spielberg also served as a creative consultant on this ride. So, following the opening of Jaws, Dude, he he had his like he had his little claws in Universal. Like, well, he still got of, it in ET, and he's not letting go. He's not letting go. I yeah. love it, but think, they they had to let him let go of this. I think maybe it's because they let go of this that he's like with ET, like uh uh uh, didn't say the magic word, right? Yeah, um, but like think about it, like he's got. Like it, like he has, he had Jaws, he has ET, he's got uh, Jurassic Park, sure, he's got Indiana Jones, yep, and not you know different park, but like whatever. Uh, what else? Does it, I think there's got to be something else. He's just got he's got a lot of well, he's I mean the movies that you think about even he just had saying. Captain EO, he did. He's part of that. Uh, Dude's, dude's the best man. I love yeah. that guy so much. He's so cool. So much great entertainment. I saw part some of our youth is some like footage of guy. him on opening day at Universal Studios Florida, which I don't know if you know, it was a tragic like mess. They're all they all they are, all are. Right? And like I think the lights went out like an hour before the park <laughs> was supposed to open, and Steven Spielberg was about to cut like a like a um, ribbon, and he goes, "I hope this works," because it's like it was just <laughs> such a mess. He actually got stuck on the Jaws ride, and like. An hour before the park opened, <laughs> like that's how. Well, I don't know if you remember, but he was so afraid of the drop on the Jurassic Park ride that he took the boat ride all the way up to the top, had them stop the boat, and he got out and walked down the stairs. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's hilarious, though. Yeah, yeah. that's his own fucking movie. I know. He's like my. He's like my movie didn't have a giant drop. Yeah, right a, right yeah. I mean, it made no sense. That. It doesn't make any sense. But um, so following the opening of Jaws with the park. On June 7th, 1990, it experienced extensive and persistent breakdowns as a result of the elaborate special effects involved, as did fellow rides Confrontation and Earthquake, the big one. However, while Universal was able to con- eventually contain the technical bugs in Kong and Earthquake, the effects in the Jaws ride consistently refused to work at all, resulting in the ride having to be evacuated almost daily. Universally temporarily shut down the ride in 1990 and sued ride and show engineering for failing to properly design the ride throughout 91 and 92 universal attempted to refurbish the effects of the ride but there was no success some reports leaked that the high-tech electronics used in the sharks were damaged due to inadequate waterproofing also i mean it's got to be right like it's got to be and it's so stupid it's a boat ride like also there was constant damage to the boats because for some reason they used real shark teeth in the mouths of the animatronic sharks and they actually ruined the boats. <laughs> like why? Uh, the world will never know. We'll never know. Um, eventually Universal collaborated with Totally Fun Company. I'm going to work for them. ITC Entertainment and 
Oceaneering International, which is a it's a company that does um, underwater engineering, who together installed an entirely new ride system and special effects to create an almost entirely new version of the ride. Now, do you remember the two versions of the ride? Uh, no. Okay, so what happened was the first version of the ride, um, so they replaced two scenes in the ride, and they're very major scenes. The first was where, like I said, Jaws would bite the tour boat, but that had to be replaced because it kept... It kept, um, you know, they kept ruining the boats. They replaced that with a gas docket explosion scene. So that's when you see that, like, big fire, which actually guests started to complain that they were being burned because they could <laughs> that they could feel the fire, but really they just had, like, sunburns, and it was just, like, you know, exasperating it. Sure. The second being uh, the finale, which was originally loosely based on the first Jaws, um, where the skipper shot an air tank into the shark's mouth with a, which, with a rifle. Yeah. Um, causing it to explode underwater. That was replaced uh, with the ending from Jaws 2, uh, where the shark was electrocuted after biting into an underwater cable attached to a high-voltage barge. So I only saw the second version. Okay, live. that's it was real bad. Yeah. And that might be why you really hate it, because the first version where they're shooting at the shark is great. Sure. The second version is terrible. And then that that shark, when he's, like, fried in the second version is... Real, real bad. Real, Freddy, real bad. Real Freddy Krueger face to that shark. You wouldn't... It wouldn't look like that. No, and I, no, I, I watched a couple of things where they showed, like, if, a, if it was electrocuted, it wouldn't look, like, immediately, like, seared. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, roasted on a, a spigot. And that's what they made it look like, which was super weird. Yeah. Um, so that's... It kind of looked delicious. <laughs> No, it, did. it looks like a zombie apocalypse of sharks. Well, you know, you find what you find delicious, and I find what I find delicious, and I like it medium rare. <laughs> to add, okay, so the issues with this with this attraction don't stop there. Following the hurricanes that struck Central Florida in 2004, Universal was forced to temporarily close the ride in uh, January 2005 due to the rising cost of petroleum. Uh, which was used to fuel numerous pyrotechnical effects throughout the attraction as well as the there tour was, boats. There was a lot of pyro. On There's the, a lot on the of ride, pyro. Which is, which is cool. I mean, Universal in general, like with their weird rides where you're like going through stuff that like they always yeah. have like sparks and fire and all that kind they of do. fun stuff. They do. They love stuff. fire. Do you remember the, the that happening in 2004 where like gas was so expensive? Yeah. Um. So they had, so what happened then was that they reopened the attraction, but they made it seasonal, and it was only open on days where the park was really busy. Oh, they gave it the stitch, That's, the stitch effect. And this only lasted for two years when um, the ride opened full time again because guests would complain, like, "Why is it?" Was, it's the, a major, it was a major ride, major ride, and yeah. it's just not open. It's open when it's just busy. And and like the amount of footprint that this thing took up too, like that entire corner of like the park, five acres was the it's the entire size of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter yeah. and uh, the the uh, uh, Fear Factor Arena thing. Yeah. So like that whole area was this you know this water area this water thing for Jaws and like can you imagine going to the park and like that entire corner of the park was just nothing just nothing yeah but it was like you could still take a picture with the with the shark sure of course which you had to do as a child that was the coolest picture to have i think i have like 20 of those i took um, i took one this last time that i went there oh really yeah oh well let's get that on the instagram okay we'll try. um the uh yeah so the and i'm this is this that's the major things that happened with this right there was even more like there was things like once a year, it had to be drained because um, they have to they had to drain the ride for maintenance. And there was so much like oil or, and like chemicals in the 
in the water and or in the area that they would constantly get like a, they got alerted by like agencies about like um, environmental damage and stuff like that. So they would have to just do tons and tons of paperwork and fixing of things. It was just a all around a full blown nightmare. This this yeah. to operate this ride and to add insult to injury. Um, it they, wasn't good to begin with. <laughs> Is that the insult to injury? <laughs> don't like that um when they sued that company the engineering company Mm -hmm. they threw a dig at universal in their paperwork and they were like um uh if we had built this ride for disney they know how to operate rides it wouldn't have half of this half of these problems it's because universal doesn't know how to operate rides it was like a big like snap it's a big like no he didn't (laughs) um i mean i kind of don't blame the the engineering firm it's like you know like you yeah you have to operate it correctly if you want this to work. If you want it to work, yeah. yeah. So all of this is to say that on December 2nd, 2011, Universal Orlando Resort announced that the Jaws attraction, along with the entire Amity area, would close permanently to make room for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, the second phase. Severe backlash after the announcement followed but the attraction officially closed on january 2nd 2012 at 9 p.m with michael skipper it was around all the way till 2012 mm-hmm. wow. you could watch the final voyage on youtube which is a cool thing to watch um they gave at 9 p.m was the last voyage to the lucky group of 48 guests but by the next morning the entire amity air was walled off and was demolished within a few months the Hanging Shark statue from Town Square remains as a tribute to the ride and can be found in Fisherman's Wharf area of the San Francisco section of the park. Right next to a pretty good bar, actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. They should call it something like Shark Bite or something. I think it's called, like, uh, it's not Richter's, that's Richter's Burger or whatever that's right next to it, but it's, there's like a little, like, uh, seaside, like, captain's bar or something like that. Oh. And uh, it's pretty good. And if you go there, uh, order a special drink that's not on the menu called a Single Rider. Oh, and uh, and it gets you fucked up. Okay. It's like it's like a pretty solid drink uh, for a theme park. Like has some serious booze in it. It's a I think it's a Soco based drink, and like it's one of the only like I drank a lot at Universal, mm. and I think it's the only one that afterwards I was like, oh, buzzed. <laughs> Oh, cool. And fun yep. fact, Single Rider is also my nickname. Hey-o. The attraction remains open at Universal Studios Japan in case you're dying to go on it. I know you are, Ryan, based on your reactions here. I've As my is ticket the, already. Is the original tram stop at Universal Studios Hollywood. So on these defunct ones, we've got to kind of go through why they're defunct. So that was that was a, a, a big chunk of news. Sorry about that. <laughs> but I think for everything else, we should just drink that ride because... It's, we need to drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm thirsty. Okay, so I've been drinking on the side. Just me I, too. So deal. <laughs> drink that ride uh, is a game that we play. How we rate these rides is basically a drink the difference game. We're going to rank the defunct ride through a series of technical and fun rounds and drink the point difference that we give each category. For example, if a category is worth five points and you give the ride a three in that category, you drink two, two sips, two seconds. The shittier the ride, the drunker. You get, and I have a feeling Ryan is going to be loaded. We separate this into two categories. We we do technical and fun rounds. The technical rounds consists of Q for five points, length of ride five points, thrill level five points, and immersion is ten points. That's sight, sounds, and ride vehicles, and that's giving us twenty-five points in the technical round. And then we go to fun level, twenty-five points. That is the dark horse where we say, "Did Universal sell fun?" 
to us no, and no longer because it's defunct. So we start at the start. Ryan, do you have the cute, the um, scoreboard up? Like kind of, kind of not. I'm doing it. We're doing it old school with an abacus today. So, oh, so it's, it's, you know, so it's like the nineties. It's like the nineties. There's, there's going to be some math issues involved. Don't judge on me. <laughs> so we're going to have to go a little bit slower than normal with uh, my adding skills. All right. I mean, I could do it in my head if, if you're having a problem. Well, don't, pra- you know, don't brag. <laughs> okay. So we start at the start. That's Q. Um, as guests enter Captain Jake's Amity Boat Tours, they walk through a series of boathouses located near Amity Harbor, which hold various fishing supplies, nautical facts, and feature numerous overhead television monitors, this is my favorite part, that are tuned into Amity's local TV station, WS13, the station that bites. Nice. <laughs> The station featured a low-budget local talk show entitled, Hey There, Amity. Hey There, Amity. (laughs) Children's and news programming, ads for local businesses, and promos for classic movies and television shows, many of them from the Universal Library. It would not be Universal if there weren't overhead TVs. No, no, they love them. They love them. And you needed them because there's no cell phones. (laughs) three-hour line. A three-hour tour. (laughs) (laughs) Reaching upon the end of the queue, guests are loaded into one of Captain Jack's tour boats. Like Ryan said, you could be here for a very long time uh, in these boathouses, just sort of snaking. Yeah, yeah, all about the snake, right? Watching the local news program. Yeah, uh, pretty brutal, but we're pretty hot, but, but well themed. Well themed. I think it's so cute. The whaling village, the New England, even though it's Long Island, the whaling village um, is is really cute. The way they did it. Wait, 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 wait. Long Island. Yep. What do you mean? Ryan, we've had this discussion before. You're just clearly forgetting, but the movie Jaws is supposed to be supposed to take place on Long Island. It's filmed in Rhode Island, but it takes place on Long Island. It's supposed to be Cape Cod. No, it's not. I stick by my guns on this one. No, it's not. Just because it's your mom's favorite movie and you know way more about this doesn't mean that I'm wrong. <laughs> it does mean that you're wrong. I wouldn't take this bet if I were you. It's Long Island. All right, fine. If Go look it up. You got the internet in front of you. I'm afraid of the internet. Uh, <laughs> I, I will believe you, but begrudgingly. Hey, Siri, <laughs> where does Jaws take place? Okay, I found this on the web for where does Jaws take place. Check it out. Well, it says it takes place in the fictional beach town located on Long Island, New York, referred to as Amity Island. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> that was our on-the-spot correspondent, Se- Siri. Seaside Village, Long Island. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is very pretty and cute, but it was that old, the way that Universal used to do cues, which was just, you know what? The most brutal for me, though, was always the Hanna-Barbera one. Okay. I, re- I remember which being... Is, which is essentially still the Minions one. It's The outside part of the queue is the same as it always I just remember was. being in that thing just snaking yeah. all day long. Like, yeah. The same thing with uh, the E.T. The outside section of E.T. was pretty brutal. Once you got yeah. inside, the best, Beautiful. best, best line one that's ever existed. One of the best queues in, in the world, yeah. Yeah, but that outside part was woof, tough. Yeah, I mean, and we, I don't know what the solution is, but it's it's not that... Yeah. So this this category is five points. I mean, are you going to tank it here? No. Okay. What do you got? Um, I think I'm probably a uh, a three. 
I guess. I'm also a three. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a three. It's fine. It's a three. Yeah. Um, do you consider the shark photo shoot part of it? No. Just that's part of the area, not the queue. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's part of like the land. I don't okay. consider that part of the ride. Okay, they can go into immersion. Um, length of ride. Like I said, this is only a five-minute ride. Like when you actually, if, you, if anybody wants to go after the episode and watch the, the ride through, it's literally a five-minute video too, and you see how quickly it really does go. The story is so involved that it feels longer. I'll get into the story a little bit when we get to thrill level because I think that goes with it. It definitely feels longer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I always thought that this was like a 10 to 15 minute ride because it just felt like it went on forever. Uh, but that's not necessarily positive. I'm going to give it a uh, a 2. Right. I'm going to give it a three. I like the length. I like that it doesn't eat up all your day, but the queue definitely did. Yeah. Okay. So thrill level. This is where I'm going to just tell a little bit of the story and I'm going to truncate this. Because, because, like, it could take me five minutes to tell the five minutes. All right, so basically what happens is you get on the boat, right? You're on a tour. You're supposed to be going to see... Welcome to Long Island. Welcome to Long Island. We've got... Shocks. (laughs) (laughs) So... You basically, we you're, got meth. you're gonna go, you're gonna go, you're gonna, you're, you're going on a tour to see the locations, which I don't know why I want to do this. Of, of the movie, no, oh, of where the shark attacks happened in 1974. Oh, okay, so let's. It's a ghost tour, essentially. Essentially, they're like, and then the boats are like equipped with these like these guns because in case, but they warn everybody. We're not going to need them. We haven't seen a shark here since 1974. Are you doing a, re- uh, a breakdown of the first version of this or a second version? Well, I told we you going? the differences, so I'm just going to tell yeah. you what the like what the thrill is. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so that's how it starts. Like that's the this is the the story of why why we're here. We're going to just going to check out where people died by sharks. And then what happens is there's a radio call that comes in, and they're like, "It's another boat," and the boat's like. Help, help. And then all of a sudden you hear screams and then there's like an eerie silence. And then you turn the corner and the boat is like submerging under the water. So you know that the boat was attacked by something. Because then all of a sudden you turn again and you see a shark fin. Did it. <laughs> yeah. Did it. Um, so. Nice. You can keep going. Two notes and you got a villain. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, keep this going. Uh-huh. So. This will this will bump up my score here. <laughs> um, all right. So what happens is they realize, oh my god, like there's a shark in the water. So they decide to go into the boathouse to wait for help, which I doesn't make any sense. It's the only good part of the ride. So it is the only good part of the ride because you you definitely need some darkness. Yeah. You, like we're out in this like you know whaling village, and um and so they go in there and then the shark is in there. Is dun, it? Dun. Yeah, he's in there. He starts attacking the boat. So then they push out of it, call for help, and the, they're like, we'll be there in 10 minutes, but the ca- the boat captain... 10 minutes? This ride's only five minutes. We don't have time. <laughs> they know. like, And then there's a famous line that's said by one of the skippers, because you always have a live skipper where they go like, 10 minutes, by then we'll be shark bait. But like... Ba-dum-bum. 
it's kind of wrong because you already are shark bait. Um, and then, so the, the shark is actually seen seven times, uh, five times on the port side, two times on the starboard side. So if this that is was a, the, that was the other tough part about this ride. This is a bad part of the ride. This is a fail. And I don't know if this, I don't, I'm just mentioning this here, but if you were on the port side, you definitely had a way more thrilling experience than if you were on the, on the starboard side. Uh, port is left, starboard's right. Yes. So you, um, yeah, so the, so. At that point, then, like, the, the skipper's kind of, like, either, like I said, the two different scenes that, that could happen. Either they're shooting them or, you know, the other thing happens and then the finale and then you're done. So, I think that the ride was more thrilling in the first iteration when the, when the, because once, once they change the ride, the shark never attacks the boat. Yeah. When, in the first part, the shark actually attacks the boat. It's, it hits the boat, its teeth go on the boat. Yeah. So if you were like close in, in that 50 person carrying boat, yeah. If you were close to where that was happening, it's probably pretty thrilling. But if you were anywhere else, it was just like, oh, the, the boat's jostling and people are yelling. It, what does it, that mean? And it was funny. Like, I think it was tongue in cheek. Like, any, I remember, like, even if I look at home movies of that, like, we're laughing on this ride. Sure. Yeah. Most rides. It's right? not like we're like, ah, like, we're just kind of like, this is hilarious. This is great. Yeah. It's like when you're riding uh, Fast and the Furious and, like, you know, are you really nervous about Vin Diesel and, like, whether he's going <laughs> to fall off the helicopter? No. Nah, always like, nervous all, about Vin Diesel. Fun. I'm always nervous. Um, I would say <laughs> that. The explosions when they were happening, pretty thrilling. Yeah. Uh, you know, like sparks and flying stuff, pretty thrilling. The actual shark attacking stuff, I never found it thrilling. I found it, like, pretty cringy. So yeah. I'm going to give, like, the gassing explosion. Maybe if I had seen the explosion in the mouth, maybe that would be, uh, you know, who doesn't like an explosion in the mouth? <laughs> right? <laughs> Flavor bomb. This podcast is sponsored by Pop Rocks. Flavor bomb. Pop Rocks. Uh, I'm going to give it this out of five. Right. So, yeah, the, like there's no like height requirements on this ride or anything. Like, there's no, it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's not a, uh, a it's, fast. Get, it's getting a two from me. Okay. It's getting a two. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three. I All think right. it deserves a three. It's, it's still, uh, it's still one of the only rides. Where the antagonist actually is attacking the boat. Uh, yeah, if we're bringing it down to boats, then yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I know this. I know you're going to say, like, well, King Kong attacks. Yeah. But I don't know. I just felt like. I mean, the villagers, it felt the a villagers bit, kind of attack you in uh It's in more Jungle intimate, Cruise, though. Used to, you know? You know, it's more intimate. You're on this boat, and this, this shark wants to eat you. Yeah, I, I think that I'm, you know. Like I said, I don't think I rode this very much, and I think that when I did ride it, I did not have a good seat for the action, and I think that that probably makes all the difference in the world. So if, sure. if you happen to have had like a really good experience with this, it's it's like uh, that same boat did not have that same experience for everybody on it. Yeah, and we always say this too, like with the word thrill, like it can mean many different things. Oh, for sure. And uh, I felt like this was thrilling in sort of a – a ride the movies kind of way in, in a way of what universal wants it to be. Now those animatronics, <laughs> um, I just want to say before we move past this, the shark animatronics move through the water at speeds of up to 20 feet per second and thrust with the power of a Boeing 737 aircraft at takeoff. Well, you could have surprised me. <laughs> I know that's not, not, that's not how it come off. And this is probably why they never worked. 
yeah. So, yeah. All right. So I'm giving it a three. You're giving it a um, a two. A two. Now we've talked about this. I've kind of talked about the immersion of this. So uh, immersion sights, sounds, sounds ride, ride vehicles. So the boat, animatronics, you remember, all that. The boat just looks like a regular boat. Yep. I mean, there's really nothing. Is it a regular boat? It's it, what? Like, is it is it a regular boat or is it a ride vehicle like on rails or? Oh, it's on a track. Okay, it's on a track. It's not. It's not going by itself. No. Is it? Is it like? Uh, is it like on a track the way that the the jungle uh, the jungle cruise boats are, where it's you know it's it's a real boat, but it's on a track. It's with on like, a track, yeah. You know, with like something holding it down, or is it like you know a ride vehicle that is just happens to be in water? It's a boat on a track. Okay. Yeah, and it it's, has a speed of up to two knots. Great. <laughs> Top speed. <laughs> um, yeah, it it. I don't feel like the ride vehicle is anything exciting. I will just say that um, I don't know what it could have been better uh, with that. Like, here's the thing. Here's uh, I want to talk about why I don't think this is going to do good in immersion. This is where I'm not going to give the 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 ride that I really liked as a child. I didn't see why a great white shark would be in a harbor. Sure. And that part of it, even as a child, even as an eight-year-old child, I was like, sharks are in the ocean. Yeah, they're not, in a, they're not in a landlocked yeah. puddle. They're not, in Central you know, Florida. like that part of it, like I don't feel like was flushed out. Now, I don't know what the, sometimes when I say these things, I'm like, I don't know what the. How to do it right. How would I would do it right. Yeah. But that's I just. A, that's a tough one. I just um, don't know. Of that that part, it is an immersive. Like, like. The, it just wouldn't be there. Yeah. However, like with Jaws, he does, he like throughout all those movies, he does show up in some places that you're like, sharks wouldn't be here. You know, like, yeah, that shark, but he would be at the, sh- like sharks do come to the shore. Yeah. And like, but it's on the beach. Yeah. It's not in a Harbor. So it like they're, and, um, so the deepest that this, that this attraction gets is 10 feet deep. It's only where the sharks are. Otherwise it's four feet deep everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, I don't know if you've ever heard, of, heard this story, but one time a man fell off the boat <laughs> on the jaws ride. He was with his family. He fell off the boat. He actually fell off in the 10 feet deep section where the sharks are. What was he trying to get a cucumber? I don't know. He, he blames it on, he said the railing let like released he actually sued Universal for a million dollars. What's he been out of one? Um, you got a real Momo to fall off a boat like that. <laughs> the funny part about it, though, was that people thought it was part of the show, and uh, they applauded when he got back on the boat. They should have t- Universal should have taken a note and fucking made that part of the show. I said the same thing. I'm like, we they sh- each boat should have had a diver that yeah. is part. That's supposed to be like a fake tourist. Yeah, and then have been get, hilarious. Have him get eaten by the shark. Yeah, maybe he just like goes under and like he swims to some like location. You just don't see him. Yeah, anymore. and then he get, and then like blood pops up or something. Oh, that would have been good. So I think we fixed the ride. Yep. <laughs> now I give it a 10. <laughs> so that's – so and also like too when you're going through this like village, like you pass by the mayor's house. It's like a, a shed. <laughs> They're like, here's the mayor's house. And you're just kind of like – Our town's poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think I think that we 
I think we know where we are with this immersion. So immersion is 10 points, everybody. By the way, we've been drinking. I know we. it doesn't sound like we have been. We didn't. So I, I drank two the first. I've been drinking two each time. Yeah, we explained how this works, right? Yeah, we yeah. Drink the difference. We drink the difference. Yeah. We just assume that you guys are on we d- board. with Yeah, us. sometimes we forget, but I want to say like we we we're have still been, doing it. We're still doing it. I literally like look at Ryan. I take my drinks while he's while he's talking, and vice versa. Yeah. So this is ten points. We're just professional podcasters, <laughs> so we don't. We're drinkers. <laughs> Both. So ten points. I I think that this gets a four. Hey, I'm me. right there with you. All right, let's drink six. I, I almost gave it a three, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no, I I think that there's there's like a cuteness or a quaintness to yeah. to like the general surroundings that gives it the extra little bit, and I do like that indoor that indoor scene with the sparks and stuff like that and the chaos and confusion. That is enough immersion to to almost get it to half. Almost get it to half, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Ryan, I know you said you need some time. We're at the end of the technical round here. Uh, there's 25 points for grabs up for this defunct ride. Uh, how how did it do? Out of 25, we're at uh, 10, 16, 20. We're at 12. What do you mean we're at 12? Uh, our average. Our average. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little higher than that. Yeah, and I'm a little lower. Okay. All right. That's not terrible. No. It's a, it's 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 almost half. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to get any better. It might for you. It might for me, but not for you because now we go into fun level. So, <laughs> if you enjoy this, if you enjoy this ride, um, I have to drink so fucking many drinks. <laughs> on this is going to be so brutal. So many bloody marks. I'm, gonna, I'm filling up my cup again. Just in, like in in anticipation of what's about to happen. So I find that I found this fun. I actually think it's better. Fun-wise than technically. I think technically it's a mess. I mean, I read a history of this ride being a technical mess. It was not operated correctly. It, it was... I don't know if it conceptualized the right way. But I do think I had fun with it. And I don't know if it's just because, like, the movie Jaws is a, is a perfect movie. And, um, you know, it's fun that there was a ride that existed about it. I don't know. But I had fun. So I'm I'm giving it a 16 out of 25. Out of 25. That, that's a, a that's fair. I think. I think it's fair. I'm not going to give it. A, I'm not going to give it anything. Yeah. It's not going to. It's not going to break 20. Um, my only memories of this ride with defunct. We talk about like the nostalgia, right? Nostalgia and fun. And my only like nostalgic memories of this ride are waiting in line and being disappointed. Oh. Um, I. Wish that I experienced it the way that you did. I mm. wish that I had gone on it like you know more times mm-hmm. and gotten that good experience, but must have had a bad seat. Can't I feel like remember. you would have been Might've... great as the skipper on this. Too. Yeah, I would have loved. I would have loved to act as the skipper. That would have been yeah. fantastic. Shark bite. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I can't think about how much I have to drink. I have to just be honest. You have to be honest. So I'm gonna give it out of twenty five. It gets a ten. <sighs> Cold-blooded. We're gonna need a bigger drink, uh, which means that I've given it a total of twenty-one. Oof! Out of fifty. Yeah, and you've given it a total of you had thirteen plus sixteen, uh, twenty-nine. Oh, I didn't even break thirty. Nope, it doesn't deserve it. Um, 
which means that together we're like uh, 24. Oh, it didn't even get half. No, and it doesn't deserve it. So I think it deserves half. That sucks. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Jaws. Well, maybe it's better that you've been replaced by the Wizarding Worlds. Yeah, I mean, when we get to Gringotts, we'll talk about how bad that ride is. Yeah, because that's um, not a great ride either. No, it's not. <laughs> but it does have some fantastic parts about it. Yeah, the queue. Yeah, the queue is amazing. The queue is is killer. I, th- yeah. I think it looks like a movie set. The immersion's amazing. I mean, it's yeah. There's a, it's there's still a, a good ride. There's a lot it's that's a, fantastic it's about a better that ride. ride than Jaws, probably much but, better than Jaws. Uh, but I would take Jaws. I would not. I just think. I think I take it for nostalgic reasons. That's that's it. I'm sorry. I sometimes those those are. All right. Anything else to add with this, Ryan? Uh, you start drinking and I'll start. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you have to. You have to do it. You have to really I'm, drink a yeah, lot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I, I love you all. I'll see you later. <laughs> the Dark Ride presented by Drunk History is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating and review, or just telling a fellow Disney parks or theme parks loving friend to listen. It's so much margarita. <laughs> He's really drinking, guys. Email us questions or shout-outs at drunkdistory at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok for lots of great Disney Parks content at Drunk Distory. As always, guys, thanks for drinking theme parks with us. Cheers. Shark bite. <laughs>